Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. During the first three and a half years, tribulation, first three and a half years, it's seven years, For the three and a half years, it it won't be so bad. This man is going to rise up. He's going to have the answers to all the world's problems. He'll do miracles, and he'll convince all these people to trust him. He will enter the world stage as basically a man of peace. And here's the greatest deception. He will enter the world as a great friend of Israel. With so much uncertainty in our future, how can we begin to prepare for the last days? Today, Pastor Mark will teach listeners about the coming Antichrist and tribulation period. Everyone always wants to know about the end times. People want to know how and when their life is going to end. In Scripture, we're given some truths that can help us be ready. At the end of the day, however, we can place our hope and trust in the risen Jesus Christ. There's nothing for us to worry about for our eternity is sealed. Have you committed your life and eternity to Jesus today? Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now here's Pastor Mark with part one of his message, The Coming Antichrist. Today we're going to finish chapter 7 and teach about the characteristics and the danger of the Antichrist as God gives Daniel this interpretation. Now Daniel 7 is the first time in the Bible we hear anything about the Antichrist and what that looks like. Now we begin in verse 15, all of our campuses and those of you watching online. I, Daniel, was troubled in spirit and the visions that passed through my mind disturbed me. So he told me and gave me the interpretation of these things. Look at verse 16. And I approached one of those standing there. Now, who was standing in in this vision? Who was standing next to Daniel? Well, most people think it was Gabriel the angel. He came from God to give the interpretation to Daniel because Daniel didn't understand the vision, the dream. And he says, and I asked him the true meaning of all this. What What am I supposed to be seeing, God? What is it? Now, God made this provision to answer Daniel's questions. Now, remember, the four beasts, look at verse 17. We've seen this since the beginning of the book of Daniel. When we saw Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and then we went on down to Media Persia and and Greece, and then Rome. He says this, the four great beasts are four kingdoms that will rise from the earth. And we already saw that. We've seen this in history. It hadn't happened in the time of Daniel. There was no media Persian. There was no Greece. There was no Rome. Uh, He was in Babylon. He saw that, but he didn't see the rest. All of that is history for us. If you take history in school, 
You've seen all these kingdoms come and go. The last one was Rome, the big one that kind of ruled most of the world. Now, look in verse 18. But the saints of the Most High will receive the kingdom and will possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. So he's talking about there is another kingdom coming, which is the kingdom of God. Eventually, when Jesus comes back, he establishes kingdom. And those saints are believers from Old Testament to New Testament to those that even become believers, might surprise some of you, during the seven-year time of tribulation. So eventually, all the saved people, all the born-again people from all ages will simply enter the kingdom of God, and Jesus is going to set up that reign, and it'll be forever and ever and ever. So here's a promise you want to write this morning. If you're a Christian, this is for you. This is for you. God's promise, Christ's followers will live forever in the last kingdom there will ever be, the kingdom of God. And by the way, then we'll be in a new heaven and a new earth. It's going to be amazing. That's a promise. You say, well, Pastor Mark, do you really believe that? Absolutely. Why? Because God said it. He can't lie. It's happening. He already knows the future from the end, beginning to the end. That's why Jesus taught us what? Thy kingdom come. There is a kingdom coming. It'll be ruled by Jesus. Now, verse 19. We've seen these four, four kingdoms. The last one is Rome. But what we know is there's going to be a new revived Roman Empire. We don't know exactly what that looks like. It's probably going to be in Europe. There's going to be at least 10 nations, and you're going to see that. So out of this, this 10 nation, this revived Roman Empire, that will happen kind of as we're getting close to the tribulation. The rapture will be there. 10 nations will come. Just look at me, and I'll explain it to you very simply. Out of those 10 nations, three will kind of rise up to be the king of the crop of, of ruling everybody. And as that happens, all of a sudden, watch me, there's this little horn, another kingdom that's coming, and he will do away with those three, and this little horn is eventually going to be the Antichrist. And that's the one that Daniel wants to look at. What does that look like? So begin in verse 19. Then I wanted to know the true meaning of the fourth beast, the revived Roman Empire, which was different from all the others and most terrifying. Because remember in his vision, this was an animal with iron teeth, bronze claws, the beast that crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. So you can see that when that Antichrist comes, it's going to be a horrible time on the world. And, and this earth is going to be miserable. And verse 20, I also wanted to know about the ten horns on its head. And about the other horn that came up, before which three of them fell. The horn that looked more imposing than all the others. Now we begin to get kind of a little uh, a picture of what this Antichrist looks like. And he says, he had eyes and a mouth that spoke boastfully. So this vision of the Antichrist is unknown to Daniel. He'll never actually see it. But you and I, it's, it's very important to us because it's yet to be fulfilled. The Antichrist hasn't come yet, but he is coming. Now, notice, this is all future. So one horn will rise up in this revived Roman Empire, 
and out of those 10 nations, and this is the one that's going to rule. So here's the first thing you want to write down. Here's what Daniel's getting. We'll have more to say about this next week as it's kind of clear. This one horn, all of our campuses, was the coming Antichrist. This is the one that's going to rule the entire world. Nobody's ever seen that before, ever. So he's coming. Now, a lot of people have tried to guess through the years who the Antichrist is. And as we move through world leaders from here to there to yonder, pretty much half the presidents are supposed, you know, 50 years ago, they were supposed to be the Antichrist, you know, whatever. Uh, The Pope was supposed to be the Antichrist. You might think who's ever in there today might be the Antichrist. And every kind of evil ruler was ever the Antichrist and all those kind of things. We don't know. Is he alive today? We don't know that either. But you'll see some interesting pictures, kind of a profile of the Antichrist. First thing you saw there is eyes. That word eyes in the original language means this, great intelligent, very clever, very clever. Second, he has a boastful mouth. Anybody want to admit you? No, let's just move on from that. (laughs) You're related. A boastful mouth. He'll be a great diplomat. Remember this word, yet a dynamic deceiver. So you'll already notice that the Antichrist must be connected, I'll show you later, must be connected to the greatest deceiver in the world. And who is that? Satan. So there's a relationship between the Antichrist and Satan himself. See, the Antichrist is simply a man. So you'll see that going. Now, initially, during the first three and a half years, tribulation, first three and a half years, it's seven years. For the three and a half years, it, it won't be so bad. This man is going to rise up. He's going to have the answers to all the world's problems. He'll do miracles, and he'll convince all these people to trust him. He will enter the world stage as basically a man of peace. And here's the greatest deception. He will enter the world as a great friend of Israel. He'll be an Israel lover, the people of Israel. But as time goes by... As we hit the middle of the tribulation and go to the great tribulation, all that falls away. In fact, he'll totally begin to exhibit who he really is, what his real motive is. And of course, he'll be against Israel and begin to slaughter millions of Jews in the second half. Now, the next thing we know from Scripture We don't have this exactly right, but he'll be very charismatic. Nobody's going to rise from average to the top without being very charismatic and very appealing. Now, you might think with a name like this beast, you know, you would think, man, he couldn't be very good looking at all. Are you kidding? Charismatic and appealing? But remember, Satan is a great deceiver. He's probably going to be a tall and handsome guy, 5'7". And and shame on you. Okay. (laughs) And, And when he walks into a room, watch this. When he walks into a room, every eye goes to him. He will command that by the evil spirit in him. And that's how he rises 
to power. Now, Revelation 13, look at me just for a moment, all our campuses. Revelation 13 and Daniel 7 are very similar because Daniel 7 is our first picture of the Antichrist. Revelation, is a, 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 it adds to it and, and repeats some of the exact things. So many hundreds of years later, Daniel gets a vision. I mean, Daniel gets a vision here. Many hundreds of years later, John gets a vision, one of Jesus' disciples on the Isle of Patmos, and it's the book of Revelation. So I want you to keep your finger right where you're at in Daniel and scoot on back. I don't have to tell you where. It's the end book of the Bible. You can't miss this one. All the way to the end, Revelation, go to chapter 13. Now, Revelation 13, 5, this will sound familiar to you. The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise, watch this, his authority for 42 months, three and a half years. So here comes this picture again. We know how long the tribulation is going to be. We don't know when the rapture is coming, but we do know how long the tribulation is going to be. He opened his mouth, now watch, to blaspheme God and to slander God's name and his dwelling place, heaven, and all those who live in heaven. Who's going to live in heaven by then? You and I, all Christians. So he's going to blaspheme God, heaven, and believers. You're idiots. You're useless. You're nothing. He's going to blaspheme them. Now, anti-Christ. What does that look like? You want to write this down, and I'd write it down in your Bible somewhere, because it will just help you always focus on this. In the original language, anti, simply in Greek, has two meanings. Anti means against. Anti-Christ. Against Christ. Against God. The other meaning is to replace. Anti-replace. So the goal is, he's going to blaspheme, because what is the goal of Satan and the Antichrist? To do away and replace who? God. And who's going to take God's place? Satan wants to take God's place. That shouldn't surprise you. That's from the beginning. So when you see that, he will be a proud blasphemer and oppose God's authority. That's his whole goal. You'll see that as we walk through. Now, during the first three and a half years, I already told you, he'll look like this man of peace. But during the last half, he will be totally against God, against God's people, Jews, and Gentiles who are Christians, and attempt to replace him. In fact, the Antichrist will want to be worshipped. He'll demand to be worshipped as God. And that's when it's going to change. Now, that shouldn't surprise you because, again, Satan, since the beginning of time, when Satan was in heaven, he was created an angel. And while he was in heaven, he got prideful. And he watched the angels worshiping God. And he went, I don't really like that. I'm just as good as God. I need to be worshiped. You have to understand something. And this is huge for us. God and Satan are not on the equal. Satan is a created being. God is God. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, Satan. So don't, he can never trump God, ever, because God's greater. He's not a created being. He always has been. But that's what Satan did. He said, I want to be worshipped. Forget worshipping God. 
that has never changed. And of course, one third of the angels said, we'll follow you. And they became the demons. And we're in spiritual warfare because of that today, to this very day. So he's going to get his way for three and a half years at the end of the, at the end of that tribulation. He will be worshiped as God. And you'll see with that when we get to that place. And you'll see it in the teaching today. He will demand to be worshiped. Now, here's the next statement you want to write. The Antichrist is simply a demon-possessed man. He's not this supernatural being. He's a man like you and me. He's a human being, but he's possessed by Satan. He's empowered and ruled by Satan himself. Look at Daniel 8.24. He will become very strong, the Antichrist, but not by his own power. He will cause a shocking amount of destruction. Now watch this statement. And succeed in everything he does. Now you can see how he rises up. Because every decision he makes is perfect. Why? Because he's in control. He makes sure it works. He will destroy powerful leaders and devastate the holy people. More likely, speaking of Jews, but of course Christians during that tribulation period as well. He'll devastate them. Now back to Daniel chapter 7, verse 21, where you had your finger. And watch, watch what this looks like. Daniel says, as I watched in this vision, this horn was waging war against the saints. I'll explain that in a moment. And what was he doing to them? He was defeating them. Now, who are these saints? These are saints that are on the earth during the tribulation. Well, Pastor Mark, didn't you say that when the rapture comes, all Christians go to heaven? Yes. Well, who are these people? Well, these are people that are left on the earth. And over time, during the tribulation, they missed the rapture. Now, why did they miss the rapture? Because they weren't Christians. And that's why the Bible says, be ready, because you don't know when the rapture's coming. You don't know when it's going to come. You say, well, I'll, I'll get saved right at the end. Well, the rapture occurs in the twinkling of an eye. Go ahead and twinkle your eye this morning. Uh, you, you, know, you don't have time to say, God, forgive me of my sins, and I accept you by faith. The only thing you get out of here, and you're left here. Now, we laugh about that, but you're left here. So who are you going to rule? You're not going to rule anybody. Who's going to rule you? The Antichrist. Convert or die. There's going to be hundreds of millions of people, billions, left. The reason they're left, left behind, because they didn't accept Jesus Christ. But what does God do during the tribulation? The church is gone, but the Holy Spirit is still here. And what's God's heart for the lost? How many perish? None. So he sends 144,000 Jews. They become Christians. And you'll see why later. They accept Jesus Christ. They were deceived earlier, but they finally become Christians. And, and they go evangelizing through the world. Now, you know, Jewish people can go for it, baby. They know how to go for it. If you've been in New York and Miami, they can go for it. 
you know, and, and they're, they're brilliant. They're God's people. And so they'll witness. He's going to send an angel around the world proclaiming the gospel. And our friends and neighbors, maybe you invite them to church. They came once, came a few times, and they're not really interested. When they see all of us gone, all these houses empty, all these things. Now, the Antichrist is going to have a reason for that, but it won't make any sense. Billions of people gone instantly to heaven. They're going to be wondering. Yeah, that, that person told me that there was a day coming when God was going to judge the world. Is this, is this the day? Is this really going to happen? And they're going to start searching. Now, you would hope they could get in and get our DVDs and Bibles and, and teachings and whatever. But you're going to see later the Antichrist is going to squash all of that. So all they have is their memories and the Holy Spirit witnessing to them. So many will become Christians during that tribulation. They'll accept Jesus Christ because they realize, uh-oh, this is bad. And I'll show you how that's going to look later. Now, when they become Christians, they're going to be faced with a horrible problem. Now, watch verse 23. Go down to 20, verse 23. Vieira, Sebastian, those of you online. And he gave me this explanation. The fourth beast is the fourth kingdom. Again, that revived Roman Empire that will appear on earth. It will be different, watch, from all the other kingdoms and will devour, will rule. Look at these next words. The whole earth, trampling it down and crushing it. Now, how in the world can the Antichrist accomplish what no other world leader in history has ever accomplished. Now, we've had many evil world leaders. Hitler, six million Jews killed, lots of other people. Did Hitler rule the whole world? No. Rome, all these vicious people, Old Testament. Nobody ever ruled the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. How can that be? Well, Satan has a three-point plan. And I want you to write it down today because we already see this coming. He will achieve world domination by this plan. Watch this. Here's his plan. The Antichrist will put in place a one-world government. You don't have to worry about when, you, of course, we're not going to be here in heaven, but the world isn't going to go, well, what did, the, what did the Supreme Court, was it five to four? No, there is no five to four. It's a one world government ruled by Satan and the Antichrist. It's a one world economy. And I'll share with you what that looks like. It's, it's one kind of currency. It's for the world. And it's a one world religion. Every other world religion will be gone. And what is that one world religion going to be? Worshiping Satan, the Antichrist. That's it. There's no other option. As Christ followers, we know that only God can tell us about our future and the future of the world. We also know that we will live forever in God's kingdom. Today, Pastor Mark reminded us of these truths so that we might not fear the coming Antichrist. The Antichrist will be very clever, charismatic, and appealing. He will be a great diplomat and yet a dynamic deceiver. Thanks to the Holy Scriptures, we can avoid being surprised by him. 
You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. How is one man, the Antichrist, going to rule the entire earth? What is it that will distinguish him from others who have tried to gain power in the past? In the next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will teach listeners of the coming Antichrist and his rise to power. The Antichrist will be a demon-possessed man empowered by Satan, opposing God's authority. He will unite the world through one government, religion, and economy. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching through the book of Daniel. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a hurting